Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. Uh, we're here. Uh, I knew this day was going to come, and it came last night on Monday Night Football. The 2020 Chicago Bears are a 500 team. Before this season started, I said they were going to end the season 8-8, eight and eight, and boy, my prediction is looking real solid right now. Jason Dick is on the show this week. This is the third time Jason's been on this season because Jason and I have watched three games together, socially distanced outside in weather ranging from 40 degrees to 65 degrees. So uh, Jason's not a Bears fan, but he's kind enough to uh, watch things in the cold with me. So that's why he's on the show this week. Yeah, it was a game. One one amazing play. Um, one Best play of the night, no question about it. And then every other play, not not very good for the Chicago Bears. Not horrible. You know, they were in the, they were in the game the whole time. I guess that's how 2020 feels, and that's why for the first time ever, we have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at youmethemeverybody.com. It's on the About page as well as this podcast description. Bear down. All right, we're halfway through. We're more than halfway through, but the Bears are finally who I thought they were. They're a 500 team. You've probably seen more Bears games this year than you have in the last decade. Um, what do you or think? Or three, or three decades, maybe. <laughs> what do you think of the 2020 Chicago Bears? Uh, they are, um, they're kind of dull. Almost yeah, it's, to watch. it's pretty dull. Um, I mean, no offense. No, um, I don't, but but I'm not on but, the team. Yeah, uh, but well, you're you like them. You're you're a Chicago Chicago land native and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and fan. Um, I, I mean. Granted, I think Chicago, the you know Chicago Bears have this like context with them, like you know from when I was growing up, where they were, you know, they had Walter Payton mm-hmm. <laughs> and Jim McMahon and all these like incredibly interesting players and a you know Super Bowl victory and so forth. And so I, I think they, you know, obviously there have been some dark years since Jay Cutler, uh, but you know the, the, it's they're kind of dull even the, even the even the victory against the buccaneers that yeah. uh, you know we we watched together and did a podcast on was it wasn't like a flashy or anything and it and it also just ended because brady lost count <laughs> of how many downs he had there is a clock this is not baseball time matters and yeah and so but last night i was i was struggling i mean except for that one great like kick return mm-hmm. that one play you know like it was a 104 yard run back or yards. Something. um most of the game was just not that exciting for the vikings either you know no, i mean like there's a very they're, they're important, a, like, it might have been the perfect monday night football game in terms yeah, of like, like what showing... monday night football represents in 2020 like these are not the worst teams one of these teams might make the playoffs and lose the first week of the playoffs but this is what you deserve american public right it's the five and four kind of above average Mm -hmm. no no average average like the middle middle average yeah right no excitement one guy Um, that was going oh and nine of all time for monday night football now is a a very happy one and nine in monday night football with Kirk Cousins, I, and I'll say like, a, yeah, Kirk Cousins um, might have gotten sort of a bad rap because a lot of those Monday Night Football games were with the Washington Football Team, uh, so that's 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 sort of an anvil on your shoulders <laughs> if you're a quarterback is playing. I completely for the, disagree because the, uh, the check's clear. The team probably knows the Redskins. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. As long as the check's clear, there's no excuses. 
Yeah, this but, is uh, know, this congrats, is probably gonna be congrats to Kirk Cousins. Sure. You know, his mom must be very proud. <laughs> this is gonna probably be one of the shortest episodes because there's not a lot of there there, man. Like I'm glad the Bears are going into a bye. Um I think football's in a relatively weird place because it seems like coronavirus is who we thought they were, and yeah. which means that I wouldn't be shocked if some games got cut or postponed indefinitely. I don't know where this season is going, and if it ends tomorrow, the Bears are who I thought they were. I I predicted an eight and eight team before the first game, and the only one that predicted eight and eight of the people I've spoken with, everyone else gave him a better record except one. One person gave him a better record, but. No, I'm looking at the notes now. Every single person gave him a better record. You initially gave them a ten and six record after week five, and then you. Changed I thought it. Foles, yeah, I thought Foles was gonna, you know, finally be the Nick Foles as everybody thought he was. You changed it two weeks Bowl. later to nine and seven. Three weeks later, <laughs> where are you? Where do you think it's gonna be? Uh, I'm gonna be bold and say they're gonna go seven and nine. If oh, you're the season. first losing season. Yeah. So yeah. that's no on the playoffs then. Because losing is contagious, right? No. Um, it is in baseball and basketball, but I don't think it is in football. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, you, you bring up something intriguing about, like, just where where the season is, too, mm-hmm. because, I mean, even though, I mean, football is this immensely popular sport, and obviously, you know, a lot of people very feel very strongly about it all over the country. I associate it mostly with the Midwest, and I don't know if that's because of Big Ten football, um, but it seems like a very Midwestern thing, and that's just also the region that has been hit the hardest, you know, in in recent weeks with coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, like, are they thinking, like, maybe this isn't such a good idea to have fans uh, here? Well, the Bears Um, do not have Chicago does not allow fans, so that's nice in a weird way. Right. But but also some of the players, I mean, the Bears were they were playing shorthanded last That's night, true. too, because of some coronavirus infection. Like people were like kind of mixing and matching positions that they hadn't played in like a while. Right. Since like Pop Warner for some of them, which probably. gives me which makes me think we're still going to be eight and eight at the end of the year <laughs> because we're going to play another team that's been <laughs> ravaged inevitably. That's just how if, if there is more season. And I think right. there will be. Unfortunately, I think there will be. Do you I mean, th- you, you mentioned, I mean, like they, they have a bye week. They're coming up the, the week after that, after Thanksgiving against the Packers, which yeah. you're, I mean, you're, you're right there. You know, the Packers are probably going to win that. So that's going to put them below. Oh yeah. 500. But this is where I thought they were going to be. I'm pulling up the schedule but, here. But they just, I don't know. They seem out of it almost. Oh yeah. The hundred percent, but they were in the game for, pretty much the entire game. So even though they're losing, they're not losing horribly. And that matters. Right. Okay. Okay. Six games left. Packers, Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jags, Packers. We lose to the Packers. We beat the Lions. We beat the Texans. We beat the Vikings. People think, oh, my God, they went three in a row. They're back. We lose to the Jaguars. We lose to the Packers. We are an (laughs) 8-8 team. (laughs) That's my prediction. You think you'll, uh, yeah, you know, the Jaguars. So you think lose to the Jaguars, huh? Yeah, I think that'll be the like weird upset. I think we're going to beat the Lions. <laughs> It'll be no problem. We're going to be play competitively against the Packers, so there'll be some hope. We'll beat the Texans, who's struggling. We'll get this win back from the Vikings, and then we'll blow it when we have a chance to make the playoffs against the Jags, and then the Packers will just destroy us to make it 8-8. <laughs> 
I hope you have uh, written this down as well as uh, put it on the on, on the podcast. I, I think it, it I, does sound I, pretty I talk, I think I th- talked through this before the season started. I just weren't like lost when we went. It's not complicated. That's the difference between baseball and football. True. And it's such a both long and short season. You kind of can predict everything relatively reasonably. I'm not picking the spread on anything, but in terms of just basic win loss, I don't think what I'm saying is crazy in the least. What what do we know about Foles' injury? Is he okay? He, he can't play in theory on the 29th of November. He's got a bruise. Okay. His hip is hurt, but he's not. It's not like anything massive. But also, maybe that'd be better. I. I it's not going to happen. I just want the Bears to get Kaepernick, just because. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, do you think that'll happen? No, absolutely not. <laughs> do you? Um. Probably not. No, no. I think I think teams are still just too, you know, too nervous about it. Agree completely. Will you be watching any more football this year? You know, probably. It's really hard not to on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I mean, you... I, I I like watching football on Thanksgiving Day. It's one of those. I mean, I don't need three games, but I'll mm-hmm. definitely like. I like watching the Lions that that, that game. But will it be weird because of coronavirus and? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Will you feel bad or guilty or weird, or will it be a nice, somewhat normal thing on an unnormal on an unnormal on a not normal day? Um, I mean, I've been trying to, you know, not think too too much about how awkward everything is because mm-hmm. you know everything is kind of awkward. Um, and I, I mean, I I'm I'm not traveling, you know, for for Thanksgiving, but um, you know, my my wife and I have a sort of a double bubble going on Mm -hmm. with uh, her ex-husband and and her son um, and the ex-husband's girlfriend slash fiance. And, you know, I I mean, it is that how I would thought that this year would have turned out? Probably not. Um, But like if everyone's safe and we get a good meal, like, I mean, I I have a a usual thing that I like to do on Thanksgiving. You know, I really like to eat like kind of early, and mm-hmm. I like going to the movies. Um, I, I especially like going to see like a James Bond movie or something like that. But like, I know that none of that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, you know what? Like, if we can just wait this thing out like a few more months, I really do think that like it's there there is some hope you know with the vaccines but it it sucks right now um and it will continue to suck and so we just have to sort of get what we can out of out of our interactions and and be safe and and sort of get the the sort of the joy that comes that you know from them that we can derive from them otherwise we'll just go nuts do you think there's joy in watching football um, not so much the bears. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair, fair. So here's the thing. Um, I watched that. I watched uh, a lot of the, the giants. I think it was giants, the giants, uh, reds, sorry, Washington football team game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly more entertaining than any, than this week's bears game. Mm-hmm. The, I did not see that coming. I mean, there, I, I'll say this for the, uh, WFTs, sure. Uh, uh, the Wif- Wifties, uh, is that what we can call them? <laughs> the Washington Wifties. Um, 
they're trying. I really do feel like they're actually trying. I mean, th- there's only so much you can do with an own- owner like Snyder. But I mean, like the coach has cancer mm-hmm. and he's like, nope, well, I'm going to keep coaching. And Alex Smith basically had his like leg torn off yeah. a few years ago and he's back, you know, taking snaps and actually playing fairly well. But both of those things, it's like, Welts inspiring, are also incredibly cringeworthy. Well, kind of like having a bunch of 80 year olds in Capitol Hill like, yeah. running around during a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, ah, why are the people all in the line of succession to be president? Like, in their 80s. Like, the, what is going on here? The interest, not the interesting part, but one of the notes early on in the game uh, last night was one of the players was saying, like, yeah, I think about it was Leno. It was Leno Jr. on the Bears saying, like, I think about coronavirus every day. It's impossible not to. And it's like, I just have to compartmentalize it. And it's horrible. And mm-hmm. that's clearly true. I would expect nothing else. That being said, I'm glad that there's sports because without it, there would be nothing live that offers any yeah. sort of unpredictability and uh, uh, merit-based achievement. Yeah, and and you know, football is a little weird because the, you know they're they're not doing the kind of like bubble situation mm-hmm. that we saw with the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it, it, at the same time, like it is, I, I, I feel like these are people doing their jobs. They're, they're paying an incredible amount of money to do them. Some people opted out, which mm-hmm. I think is actually sets a good example, you know, like that people were like, no, I don't feel safe or because of my family situation, I'm not going to play. Other people did play and there, this does sort of ground it. I think for me, at least, to see people be like, yeah, you know, like I, I, I think that this is important that we do this. And certainly the NBA used it as an example of, of showing like what you can be yeah. uh, under ideal circum- ideal circumstances. Um, because it's, it really does. Like, I think we all have to learn how to compartmentalize. Um, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's like being in a war, you know, it's like being in, every once in a while these horrible events like this come along in world history and people do like suffer, but there's a lot of people who do survive and yeah. like how they survive is important. And I, you know, I wish I, I wish I would have known to ask like my grandfather, you know, who like was like a hobo during like the Spanish influenza mm-hmm. in 1918 and 1919. He'd like left Texas on a freight train, like in the middle of this incredibly dangerous situation. I would have loved to have been aware of that when he was still alive and asked him like, how did you deal with that? How did you deal yeah. with like this crazy situation? Um, he was, he was a little too young to be in world war one, but he went into the army afterward. And I'm just like, I, you know, like people made it through that and, you know, hopefully we can make it through it too. It's interesting that, not interesting, you bring up uh, war and I, I don't have a relative that I know of that lived through that. Inevitably I did because I'm here. That's how it works. But <laughs> I do, I didn't know my grandparents, well, my grandmother was on her second marriage with my grandfather. I didn't know that, right? So, and I didn't realize my mom and her sister were half siblings, right? I found this out after she died and I only found out after she died that her first husband was in World War II and he went crazy. And that's why they got divorced because he went insane and no one talked about PTSD in that time. And that's sort of how I view (laughs) war and how I view professional football and all this stuff. You're talking about how people are living through it similar to someone that's not 
on the front lines. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not fighting this in any way, but I'm also not denying it. I'm not going to a rally with 10,000 people who don't believe in science and aren't wearing masks, right? So I'm in this weird other, I'm just trying to get through the war with my head down and I'm going to probably take advantage of somebody who has PTSD right now. Does that make sense? I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't think less of yourself for just surviving it. Um, you know, I mean, you have, you have a family, you have yeah. your own health to think about. Maybe like, it's just and, the British like, keep calm and carry on. Yeah, no, I, and I think that there's a lot to that. I mean, like, we, would we have won World War II without the British being like, let's not forget to make tea also at yeah. the same time that we're fighting back, you know, the V2 rockets. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, you know, I mean, I, I think that, like, clinging to some sense of ritual or normalcy or humanity is absolutely essential to getting through this. And I think that sports are part of that. I think that like for people who are religious, like re religion oh, yeah. and and their worship, you know, is, is part of that. Like friendships are part of that. Like I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad that, um, you know, as it's gotten colder, that, uh, that, you know, because you're from the Midwest, this is not cold to you. So we still get to hang out in a socially distanced manner outside. This is the third game we've watched together. We have yet to be under the same roof since February. Right. So right. that, I want to make that very clear. We're not hanging out inside. And we have a fire pit. And we recently obtained a propane heater thingy. And... Last night it worked, and it was pretty much just for you and your wife because it wasn't that cold to me. And also I was dealing with the fire, for, and I don't want to mix those two. I put the cover on this morning, take the kid out. Between his nap and the afternoon, the tank, the propane thing blew over, and the top is, like, somewhat destroyed. And oh, man. The, the part of it is bent. It still turns on, but I need to do some, like, I need to, like, take off the top and, like, hammer it down to flat to do its job. And I can't think of a better image for the 2020 Chicago bears than that. I was, I'm one of the lucky ones. I got it early. We placed this order in like August or September. It arrived just when it was getting cold. It got here like mid October, right when all the DC restaurants were given grants for $6,000 to obtain these. So now these things are selling for three to four times, but one strong wind, you do all the right things, it still is going to blow itself over and be destroyed. That's the Chicago Bears. <laughs> that sucks. It's a good metaphor for 2020 in general, too. <laughs> like just Trying to just take off the top and hammer it back down, man. Um, <laughs> so the seven and nine, Bears aren't going to make the playoffs. Will Nick Foles still be the starting quarterback at the end of the year? Um. Yeah, probably. Like, who was that guy who got in, like, at the end of the game? I have after no idea. Left? Not Mitch, like, because Mitch is hurt. Yeah, yeah like, um, I mean, he he had, like, four more snaps than me in professional football. That's correct. <laughs> which That's is correct. four. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine that they'll be like, let's give this guy a test drive. That's <laughs> like, the thing, at the end though. Of the year. They're, so, they're not out of the playoff picture. You could right. find somebody. That's why I'm saying Kaepernick kind of makes sense. And even if he doesn't, I think the biggest problem for cap this is a weird thing to say maybe because the NFL splits jersey proceeds across the league and not individual teams i think that's like one of the biggest reasons Kaepernick's not signed oh. because a struggling franchise especially one in a liberal city could make a lot of money you can make that salary instantly if you right. throw him on your squad it's not complicated but 
it, because of the way it's the money works, it doesn't make sense. Anyways, th- there's move. There's one move to make. You could find a decent quarterback, and if the O line is healthy, you could win four of these six games. It's not impossible, and you're back in the playoffs. Right. So that's why I'm not just completely giving up, or I'm also not saying like Foles is going to be starting. But you're going to go with yes, Foles. No playoffs. Last time you picked the Chiefs and Packers in the Super Bowl, you picked them both times. Both times you said Packers win. Is Are you sticking with that pick? I am sticking with that pick for now, especially I, I was I was starting to get a little interested in the uh, Saints, and mm-hmm. then I saw what happened to Breeze. Oh, and God. Like, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm sticking with Packers at this point. Good luck. Eh. For me. Luck's, uh, luck has less to do with it. We'll see. Uh, like, uh, if if the, I mean, if we get this like big, uh, you know, showdown between Mahomes and, and oh, I was talking about like living. Oh, living. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely need luck for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the All State Super Bowl. I don't. I'm indifferent. I like Mahomes more. Go Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs>